Hey, and welcome to Catfishing with the Tat Daddy. Tonight, I wanted to talk about Black History Month and how my views on it have changed over the years in a good way. And shout out to my homie, Just Gina MMA G, who brought this up, not about me specifically, but just about white people being mad about the UFC posting about Black History Month, which is kind of valid. So, yeah, I'm going to try to explain this without writing it down or anything, and we'll see how it goes. It's only taken me six times to record this 50-second intro, so yeah, woo! Buckle up, buttercup, because here we fucking go! Yay! So, I grew up in the middle of Kansas in a very small town um, for most of my early life until I was about 10 years old. And there was really no one that wasn't white. Um, I recall knowing that people existed that weren't white. Um, and I don't remember any like specific racism or things like that. But yeah, the middle of Kansas, um, 80s, there was nobody there that wasn't white. There's not even immigrant farm workers or things like that out there. That's all family farms and stuff like that. Um, so I guess not a lot of exposure to that. Um, then we moved to Colorado uh, and a smaller town, larger, but still kind of you know, overall small town um, without a lot of anybody that wasn't white. Um, you know, some Hispanic people, um, definitely not very many black people. And then down to Denver and definitely around people that weren't white down in Denver and more exposure to that, right? So I guess that's kind of like an initial background. Um, and Black History Month was one of those things that, like, I never understood. And my opinion on it has really changed over the years because of my exposure to other people. And I think my opinion on that a lot of that came from not being exposed to it. I didn't know anything other than, you know, my thought process, which was that I don't I don't get it. What's the big deal? Um I didn't have anything against people that were black, but I didn't really understand why did they need a month? Like why did we have to pay special attention to it? Um, cause I don't know, like I, it wasn't something that was said to me or anything else. It just, I just didn't seem to make sense. Um, of course, if the earlier part about where I grew up doesn't tell you, I did grow up in a very conservative household, uh, with a religious upbringing. In fact, uh, we grew up Seventh Day Adventist, which is one of the most legalistic, Christianity versions there is. Oh, I hate that church so much. 
all of them. They're all the same. They're all trash. They're all horrible. I'm still religious. I still go to church. But wow, yeah, I got a lot of negative emotions and feelings about the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And they're a fucking cult. But that's a whole other thing someday, maybe. Anyhow, you get back to the topic at hand. That's kind of where I I came down on it. Was I, I, didn't, I didn't have anything against it exactly, but I also didn't understand it. Um, and I have to think that maybe that's how a lot of people who grew up similar to me feel about it or felt about it. And I'm not trying to come up with excuses or find a way to make it sound better or something like that. I'm just trying to share where my thoughts were coming from. Certainly, I definitely was around people who were directly racist, who would make racist jokes or say racist things. Um, And a lot of what I would call the casual racist, which I would define the casual racist as someone who they don't hate people because they're not white. But if you give them the excuse, they're going to run really quickly to saying something racist or thinking it, or they're more than happy to make a racist joke and laugh at it, right? Um, That's kind of how I would define that as. And definitely, growing up conservative Christian, you get a lot of exposure to that casual racism, even from people who I think would never think of themselves as being racist. But they say and do things that come across that way. And that sometimes simply actually are. Um, and later on in life, I've had some of those conversations with my father. Um, and trying to explain that to him. And help him see that even though he is someone who would literally eat dog food in order to help other people no matter what their color or what they believe in or anything else that at the same time he can say things that are like super racist at least coming from that the standpoint of being super racist even if that's not how he actually meant them um, now he's in his early 70s and he's not racist grandma using the n-word or anything like that uh in fact my dad barely even cusses at all much less something like that but yet would say things like oh i don't want to live in that town because of all the mexicans so i think what i'm kind of getting at is that G is right about it being comments that people make because of race. But I wonder how many of them, maybe like myself, that it never really occurred to them that their thought process, where they're coming from on it, is like a bad place. Like I really just grew up exposed to a lot of, why do you need it? There's no need for stuff like that. Every month is... Black history is just black history. And there's no need for a special month about it. There's no need for this. There's no need for that. Uh, Affirmative action. Things like that. Those thoughts and opinions didn't come from my parents. They came from listening to 
talk radio with Rush Limbaugh and these other news sources. And I can't pinpoint when my thought on that changed, but I realized today from G's post how much that has changed. And in a very good way, because over the years, I have started to realize how different somebody's experience is. The same thing of how, like, when people point to the Confederate flag and claim its history or all this stuff, and they don't realize that they're saying that as someone who's never had it shoved in their face and never been called the N-word and never been told to leave town or been physically threatened or or stuff like that. And I think a lot of the people that say that kind of thing aren't able to put themselves in that person's shoes or don't realize it. And, you know, I mean, I'm technically not white. I'm 25% Chinese. I desperately wish that I had more connection with that side of my family, but my mother got pregnant outside of marriage and my genetical, my biological genetic contributor told her that she had to get an abortion or he was leaving her. So he left her because she wouldn't get an abortion. And then when I was uh, two, my dad met my mom and they got married and he adopted me when I was three. And I didn't even know any of that until I was about 16. Had no idea. Um, He never treated me any different. It never has. My brothers from his first wife that died of cancer never treated me any different and never have. Um, And, but yeah, I mean, I'm white, man. I look like it. If you look at some old pictures of my grandfather and me, you can actually see it then. But like, just looking at me, you'd never know. Uh... And so my exposure was just so very different. And it's from actually talking to and being around people who aren't white. And hearing them talk about it and having empathy for the things that they have shared that have led me to realize why things like affirmative action aren't bad. That have led me to realize why Black History Month is actually needed. Because, yeah, sure, we always want to celebrate famous people in history of whatever color and all of that. And we always want to hire the best person for the job. But it's not a bad thing to recognize that there's not enough attention put on that in a fair way. And that it's a good thing. And that it's incredibly healthy for society, for people who have been marginalized, people who are in the minority, to like to see that. Um, And I don't know. I guess I need to wrap this up because I feel like I'm doing a really shitty job explaining this. And nobody's going to like this episode. And it's going to be boring and whatever, I guess. Um, But... I guess what I really came here to say was that I think there's a lot of people that you can reach through conversation and you can reach through interaction that 
are going to be open-minded to things they may not have thought about. And even if it takes time for them to realize that or for it to take effect, it can. And that's how we have a better place and a better society. Me versus who I was in my 20s, I am a much, much better person. Really am, just drastically. Um, And I don't think that those issues were ever necessarily around race growing up. Um, My best friend in high school was Hispanic. There we go. See how we're saying like, oh, look, but I have these types of friends. I just mean that like it wasn't something I ever really thought about. But at the same time, not something that I was, I understood either. So that lack of thinking about it didn't mean that I understood it. And I think that I have come to understand it a lot more. um, And I certainly care about it a lot more. Um, And that's why I realize that those things actually are super important. And I think that by trying to explain that to people, instead of just instantly calling everybody a Nazi, which is not what G was doing at all. So that's like a separate thing. I'm not trying to apply that. That's what she was doing. I think she had a very valid point. What I mean is, is just, I don't know. Everybody's equipped being such fucking assholes and try to have some empathy towards other people and their experiences and maybe look at it and realize that, like, just because it doesn't make sense to you why there is a Black History Month doesn't mean that it's not actually something that is necessary and that is good and that is positive for society. And, like, damn it, people, just stop being such fucking assholes. Is that really too hard to ask? Like, too much to ask? Fuck. As always, you could find me on the Twitter machine at MMA Catfish. And of course, let's not forget FMP. I'm out. Late.